Welcome to Wheels World, your wheel overall, powered by 3Gen Physical Therapy and Sports Performance Institute. Every week we'll be coming to you with this podcast addressing current events, sports, and mental health. We hope that you sit down with us and listen to the show and maybe you take some useful information from it. And I hope you're having a blessed one. And away we go. morning everybody hope you're doing well on this monday morning hope everything is great with you um if you listen to me now then that means that you got through part one of the transfer portal and you want to listen to part two this is part two of the transfer portal i'm going to cover three things it's going to be kind of sort of nice and you know um short and kind of sort of get it done because i want you all to have the full thing today since it's day one the biggest thing that you're deciding today It's not just what school you're going to transfer to, but also what's your goal. Like I talked about in the transfer portal part one, if your goal is to get the bag, cool, go grab the bag. All right. Guess what? All money can be spent. So if your goal is to grab the bag, grab the bag, but have more than just the bag, you know, in your mind. What's your goal? Where are you trying to get out of this? Where are you trying to go? You know, do you have a future in the NFL? Do you have a future for your future <laughs> with your career? You know, like it's, it's you have to have more than just this this little money you about to grab. And when I say little money, she was like, well, hundred thousand not a little, little amount of money. Okay, cool. Fifty fifty bands not a lot of money. Okay, cool. All right, that's what you think. Cool. Keep living, my guy. You'll find out that it's not a lot of money especially trying to live the rest of your life you know so and then somebody's gonna actually want some of it and you know you gotta pay taxes and you have a situation where family members needs you know trust me man that 50 band is them those 50 bands are not gonna hit like you think it is so what is your goal what i would suggest your goal needs to be two part or your goals need to be two parts first goal number one where i'm going i'm about to play 100 i'm going to play i'm playing have an opportunity to play either compete for you know some whatever that's cool but I, I i'm going to get a lot of a lot a lot of playing time my second goal is that what's the actual end goal why am i going here besides playing and i'm trying to play so i can get seen to get opportunity in the nfl or i'm trying to get here because they have a certain program or some certain connections that i want to kind of to want to exploit in order to be able to you know get to my career whether that's being a trainer at a different level or that's you know communications and broadcasting whatever that is entrepreneurship you know maybe that's the the move right so and if that's the case then that's great it needs to be two-part man because you're only going to play ball for a certain, certain period of time so transfer go grab that playing time go grab that nil but also be thinking about the next step all right with that part i'm done talking about that transfer portal action now let's talk about these last two pieces that you know you got to hear this opting out of bowl games and the college football playoff right so Within what we're doing, the college football playoff is going on right now at this moment, right? What else is going on is opting out. So with the opting out, the thing that guys are opting out for or why they're opting out is because 
they want to be as healthy as possible heading into their next step okay and what i mean by that their next step is being able to get to the next level because they are pros are already going to be high draft picks right and also maybe they're getting ready to transfer so they're, they're they're just out of there right let me talk about opting out in this aspect football is obviously a dangerous sport man you can get hurt out any play if you're in a particular position and this is this is just giving you two two viewpoints of this now I don't I don't have a I'm not for one side or other. I'm for I'm for information. So I'm just giving y'all information. If you have a future and you're gonna be a high draft pick or a mid-round draft pick or something like that, right? When it comes to opting out, opting out allows you to be able to start working out, getting your body back healthy for the combine that happens in April. So it gives you these gives you this month. January, February, March, April. Five months to get your body healthy and get yourself prepared for the combine. If you're gonna have a go be if you're gonna be invited to the combine, but also for your pro day. So I would suggest that you really take a really close look at your options as far as draft status, as well as if you're transferring out, opting out would be smart because most of these games, if you're at a school they have a bowl they're gonna happen in december and early january and you could be transferring getting ready to trans getting ready to transfer out moving your stuff over getting your stuff inputted into the um, school you're gonna to go to you know drive moving your stuff into the dormitory or an apartment you're gonna stay in over there finding an apartment so you need to you probably want to consider that option too opting out being able to get yourself set up properly all right so the opting out is two pieces Sometimes I'm opting out because I just I've done enough on this field. I don't want to, you know, put myself in a situation where I'm going to probably, you know, decrease that value of myself by injury or whatever reason. Sometimes I'm opting out because I'm getting ready to go into the actual other school. Now, let's look at the flip side of it. Opting out. I'm going to say this and coaches don't want me to say this. They think that what I'm saying is not true. You can believe it or not. You know, it costs you nothing. Pay me no mind if you don't believe it. When you opt out, some of these coaches are petty. <laughs> Meaning that you may not get the best review of your time at the place. If you opt out and you're you're going to the NFL and it was a situation of maybe you don't have the best relationship with the staff. He said, man, well, coaches don't do that. All right, cool. For anybody who wants to stay in the dark, hide underneath the table, they do it. Trust me. I've heard it with my own ears. Coaches will blackball you. They'll they'll hold up. They'll say some suits about you into the media, which decreases your vat, your draft status, man. Like I've seen it happen too often, and I'm tired of people not speaking on like like these coaches are just innocent. Stop this. That's just a lie. So when you opt out, there's some negative something come out of it. All right. Nobody's going to speak on that, but I'm telling you the truth. It's going to happen. It will happen. And in some situations where it won't happen, the coaches are, you know, some of the coaches are just like, man, it's cool. He's done enough for us. We, we don't owe, he doesn't owe us anything. We're happy for him. They'll facilitate that, you know? Cool. And even transferring out. Transferring out doesn't matter. You're out of there, you know? So it doesn't matter if you're 
transferring out or whatever. The problem comes in when people are trying to get a feel for how you are, your personality wise, in your actual locker room presence. So they may call some coaches. Coaches actually talk to each other. They have relationships. They know each other. So be wary of that. So, um, but that's the piece of opting out. Now let's talk about this 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 playoff, man. Like I'm I'm super excited for this playoff. The top four teams in this order: Georgia's number one. Michigan's number two, TCU is number three, Ohio State number four. All right. Let me say this. All right. I am not, I repeat, I am not just an SEC homer. All right. The SEC already gets money for having a school actually in this playoff, so they're going to split that thing 14 ways. So, missing, so that's over with. I enjoy great games. I love the light. I enjoy great games. When the lights are the brightest, teams seem to play the best, the games are the best. I'll be so glad when we get to the 12-team playoff, that which is coming in 2024-2025. The Rose Bowl just gave the last agreement to host, so that solidifies it. So we're going to get 12 teams, guys, six games. They're going to be awesome, right? Now, I'm going to speak about this for a brief second. We've got a little time left. You know, I'm, I'm not going to be in too long. I'm probably going to do a separate podcast altogether, kind of breaking down the bowl season in its entirety. But the two teams, two teams, I think, have the opportunity to win it. Obviously, are Georgia and Michigan. Here's the problem, though, is that Michigan runs the ball at a high clip, and they run the ball to set up everything they do. Defensively, they're really good. They're definitely good. I think, though, their one weakness, and I don't think anybody has been able to really get to it, though, is when you have a running quarterback, a mobile quarterback, I'm not going to say C.J. Stroud is not mobile, but I think he, he moves around the throw more than he just runs the ball. But when you have a mobile quarterback like TCU has, and that guy is a, a baller too, like it's going to be interesting in the matchup. I don't know if TCU can stop the run. I do not know. Playing against Kansas State, Kansas State pretty much you know, did what they wanted to do offensively for the most part. And if they didn't turn the ball over early in the game, it probably, they probably, probably would have blew TCU out. If I'm being 100 with you. But anyway, I think that's a great matchup. TCU has the quarterback number 15. I don't know his name right now. Have a really good um, high draft um, pick receiver, number one for them. I don't know his name right now. I don't know his name either. But they have some weapons. Even their running back is really good. They have, that's the school also that Zach Evans transferred from. I see why he transferred because their running back, is, is he liked that. So offensive line is definitely steady. They do a really good job of scheming guys. I think that they probably regret not putting the ball in 15's hand during the actual Big 12 championship to the base for that for that fourth and goal. And it's crazy they lost they lost because they went forward in fourth and goal at the one or two yard line in overtime, and they lost on the field goal because the team stopped them at the fourth and goal at the one yard line, and they didn't win the game on the field goal. Now, the other matchup, Georgia versus Ohio State. 
I'm gonna say it. People are not gonna agree with this. I think this is an upset alert. I think that Ohio State's passing attack, and that's the that's the thing. Their their offense is really a passing based offense. I think their passing attack can really cause Georgia a bunch of problems. Somebody's like, man, Georgia got clamps out here. They got they strapping up everything on these on, out here on these corners and the safety. I think you all are kind of underselling that. I think you're overselling that a little bit. Their defensive line is 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 amazing. Like their their front seven is really great at getting pressure and stuff. So like you're not really having to cover like that. And, I, and if you be if you're gonna be a hundred about it, like LSU, did, LSU didn't have anything for those guys out there. But Malik Neighbors was getting loose. Butte was like getting off a little bit too. Ohio State has some some. Ohio State has probably the best receiver in the country, in Marvin Harrison Jr. Son, like I mean Marvin Harrison. I think it's Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, this is son guy who played for the Colts some years ago. Marvin Harrison, who was a killer receiver. His son is like that for real. Like you're not gonna one on one press coverage him. You're gonna have to roll the safety over the top. You have to double him. If not, he's gonna get off. And if Ohio State get gets going passing the ball, Georgia's not going to beat Ohio State. The problem is though, Ohio State is finesse offensively, in my opinion, and defensively, I don't think they can stop the run. And Georgia really wants to run the ball. And Georgia's tight ends are really like their bread and butter. Their receivers kind of sort of stepped up a little bit this past weekend. So maybe they're getting getting guys back healthy a little bit. But I think that if Georgia gets in a shootout with Ohio State, Ohio State will beat Georgia. And if Ohio State beats Georgia and Michigan can beat TCU, that'll be an actual Big Ten championship matchup it will be, be, be kind of funny it'll be you no know, part two and i think on a neutral site i think ohio state will be be chomping at the bit to take it to take another bite at michigan it feels like the actual georgia versus alabama game you know season deal like what was that two years ago no it was last year oh it was last year that's right where alabama beat georgia in the actual um, sc championship and you were like, yeah, Georgia don't have any answer for these receivers that Bama has. And when you think about it, it really was like one receiver, maybe two. Like, And then James Williams, uh, Williams were like balling in the championship. He, he tore his ACL. And they couldn't, they couldn't cover that guy. So I feel like Georgia's secondary is not what you all think it is. So it really would be dope to see that part, see that, to see that happen um, with Ohio State upsetting Georgia and then Michigan playing against Ohio State. I think that's a very high probability. I think TCU would be laser focused though for that Michigan game. And if you can stop Michigan run though, man, you're gonna you're gonna give them problems. Man, if you can stop their run, you're gonna give them so many problems. Yeah, they threw the ball a little bit, but it's everything off the run, play action fake deal. Like they want to commit more people to the box. So, but with the college football playoff coming up, I will do a bowl episode, preview episode. It's probably going to be SEC heavy. I'm not going to really go outside that footprint unless there's a couple of interesting matchups. But for the college football playoff, I have Ohio State upsetting Georgia, and I have Michigan being TCU. I won't be surprised TCU pulls it out, and it's TCU upsetting Michigan, and then Georgia stumping out Ohio State. But I think it's going to be an actual situation where the four may beat the one. There have been back-to-back um, um, and national champions 
I'm thinking, wow, so Georgia doing this second time would be probably not, you know, happening just because of the numbers, but they could. So I see a Big Ten matchup in the championship, Michigan versus Ohio State part two, like it was Georgia versus Alabama. And I think that would be a cool deal. So with that being said, guys, I hope you all have a great day today. I hope you listen to this transfer portal part two. If you stay this long, listen about the college football playoff, man, please hit me up leave some actual comments you know what i mean and i'll respond to you guys about your actual picks but with that being said everybody i hope you have a blessed one and i'll catch you in the next one